people come to you and uh, look at you and and know that you are a disability rights activist one i would like to know what are some of the things that you stand for i stand for inclusion okay and that, that sounds like a very vague term i'll just simplify it for you i just want to live in a world in an environment where people with disabilities can lead regular lives just like their non disabled counterparts without having to go out of their way and plan and compromise and, and adjust all of that yeah if you want to go out for a coffee you know and you just step out and then you 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 just come across a coffee shop and you go you know i want to be able to do the same without having to do the research that which cafe is accessible which cafe has a washroom you know uh, can i stay there for a long time how do i get out of there will i get a cab from there you know so it's it's as simple as that i want to live in a world where we all have equal opportunities So, and yeah. for some people who might not know what disability do you have if you don't mind telling us about that I have something called a spina bifida that affects my left leg when i was born there was kind of a, my, my back was open you know near the spinal cord towards your bum the back was open there was a hollow and the nerve that goes to my uh, left leg was kind of damaged so that had to be i had to undergo like a microscopic surgery to fix that So spina bifida uh, it's called a snowflake disease because not every person has the same symptoms you know like even if two people have their left leg affected the symptoms they are they are the outcomes going to be very different so for me i am on the severe side but not too severe right. so i cannot walk without crutches i have to wear a caliper and it's affected my bladder in a very uh, minimalistic way but i have to use the washroom often the people who lose uh, control a bowel and urine but i'm okay so far the pandemic has been cruel to a lot of different people and professions as well how has it been for you personally uh, take me through that journey of you know stand up comedy in a pandemic i'm going to have a very different response okay to this so when the pandemic started in 2020 like i'm still like in last year because i can't register for in 2022 when the pandemic started in 2020 um i did this interview series on instagram called locked down 
you know so thankfully at, at that point things were not too serious and people were just simply sulking about not being able to step out of home right i just wanted to put this thing out there that that is the life of people with disabilities so you are having to go through this for say 2 months that's literally our life you know and and we don't and and you will come out of it the pandemic is going to end you you're going to be able to step out of home but for us we don't know when the world we are living in is going to be accessible you know because uh, it's it's really sad that we are forced to live in a world that's not designed for us and that how uh, doesn't accommodate accommodate our needs so i did this interview series called lockdown and i spoke to people uh, sort of asking them questions of how they are coping and then we bring bringing to the notice that this is how people with disabilities have been living uh, all their life and just talking about say say maybe a call to action you know of how we can uh, help each other and support each other to right uh, create an inclusive world and just want to add one more point that you don't have to be an architect yeah, yeah. to to make it accessible you can do you can do things in your uh, own capacity uh, by just talking to people by just pointing out things and just being vocal about and, and like to begin with, just being aware about it uh, you can start by being an imperfect ally if 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 i can say that right so i spoke about that and i of course made jokes how you poor non disabled people are sulking and uh, <laughs> i'm having a good laugh at that so yeah you know what let's come back into more conversation in just a bit with shweta stand by we'll be right back music great conversation and a whole lot of kay welcome to bangalore's personal ray of sunshine you're locked into good morning bangalore with kay One world, your station. We're talking about disability and how it can be addressed using comedy with Shweta Mantri, who's joining us on the show for this edition of K Spotlight. Back into conversation. K Spotlight. This is Good Morning Bangalore with K. You did grow up in the in the nineties, I believe. With regards to people accepting comedic expression from the nineties to now, especially with regards to you making, you know, a lot of self-deprecating humor yourself, is there a lot of change that you see visibly in the way people react to such comedy? Or of course, um, when I started, I didn't know the nuances of comedy. Right? It was just like I'm going to give this a shot, and I kind of gave it a shot. also because as a disability rights activist or, or as a disability inclusion enabler i was i was receiving backlash for being too honest and blunt in my narrative so they okay let me try stand up comedy to to see how people respond to it so of course the first few months i was an angry comic who was just going on stage and ranting and i wasn't getting laughs um i learned eventually even now yeah there are people who take time to warm up to my jokes you know as i mentioned to you earlier they see me before they see me first and then they hear my jokes right and and in that 2 minutes they've already created a preconceived notion in their head and they're like oh my god uh, second point i want to come to that a lot of people have told me both comics and the audience members that hey why don't you do normal regular jokes here's my take uh, which is until i reach the stage uh, you want me to identify as a, as, a, as a disabled person right i'm inspiring and all of that for being a disabled person and 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 i'm sympathized with the moment i go on stage you want want me to share that identity just just so that you feel comfortable i'm not going to do that of course as a comic i understand that my primary job is to make people laugh and if you hear my set i think i'm decently funny okay <laughs> my set have like a good rhythm a good setup punchline all of that 
सो आई हैव दिस वन लाइनर वेर ऐसे कि मुझे पता है कि मेरे जोक्स खराब नहीं है आपके संस्कार अच्छे राइट सो दैट्स माय वे ऑफ ब्रेकिंग द आइस राइट um so it's it's going to take a while and i i assume for people to because the more they see someone like me on stage uh the more they will it will be easier for them to warm up warm up to it open to warm up and be open to different kinds of narratives because uh, unfortunately the standard narrative of a comic is men coming up and, and doing like oh i'm friends or i know i think even the motive behind doing this is also to sort of make space for myself and hold space for myself and letting the audience know that hey this is my story and i want you to listen to it and i want us to work together to achieve inclusion yeah shweta mandri is a disability rights activist and also a stand up comedian and writer we are going to do more conversation with her in just a bit come back with us on the other side there are people who complain about blues and there are people who listen to good morning bangalore with k let's go 94.3 one world your station okay i've been enjoying this conversation i'm in conversation with shweta mantri who's a disability rights activist and more uh well widely known as a amazing stand up comedian we're actually in conversation with her about everything and anything and about her journey particularly let's get back into it k spotlight this is good morning bangalore with k you actually brought up a beautiful point of uh, you know like you said that the the stand up scene is a very a lot in a lot of cases very male dominated right so that intersection of being a, a a woman telling jokes about your disability and things like that um how have people say for example warmed up when you have tried to make these informed choices as to how you approach a joke i execute the joke and, and still Uh, make people kind of laugh but at the same time like you said there is already a preconceived notion that is in their head when you come on stage sucks yeah. but it is a male dominated you know uh, so industry. i'll be honest with you ever since we were born uh, we've all been conditioned to uh, perceive different things differently so what has happened at least for me i i can't talk for anybody else or any other disabled comic who is a woman uh but for me people have been nice to me because they like are disabled hai bichari usko bolne do let her go on stage and talk <laughs> uh, uh, because they'll feel guilty like like they program to feel guilty and program to feel bad for me from the sexism point of view i haven't had too many personal experiences as such but again as i mentioned before from the disability perspective i have been told not to crack this only disability jokes but i have sort of managed to hold my ground and uh, Uh, just go at it and I, yeah of course that there of course i i think that um i've seen a couple of other disabled male comics perform i would say that people are more the audience is more easy towards them because uh, because of the privilege that's attached to being a man so you don't feel as sorry for a man uh, with a disability as you would for a woman with a disability uh, i've had the audience just withdraw sometimes oh okay. but yeah i'm working on it okay yeah so let's do a last leg of conversation on the other side um we'll come back in just a bit stand by looking forward to partying on the weekend is so yesterday when you have a party on the airwaves every morning every morning you're okay uh. one world your station
Alright, um, we've been chatting with Shweta Mantri. She is a disability rights activist and a stand-up comedian about her journey, about what it's like to be like a person like her and how she's been doing extraordinary things over the last year and more. K Spotlight. This is Good Morning Bangalore with K. perspective of people receiving your jokes who do you get more appreciation from do people maybe who are disabled who are in the audience come up to you and be like damn that was so relatable i loved it i loved your set and it, and it was not only appealing to me all my friends were also cracking up or do you get appreciation from the other side uh, of of people i happened to perform for this group of people with disabilities in uh, december in bombay there's this organization called point of view and they were launching a book that had stories of disabled people and their romantic endeavors so i performed at the launch i did like a 7 to 8 minute set and uh, it was one of my best performances because i never destroyed so much no and and it was nice because there is obviously more relatability it's sort of shared lived experiences right so um, nidhi goyal who was india's first uh, disabled comic uh, she was there she uh, point of view is the sister organization of our organization so she performed jokes and then i performed jokes and then uh, about 60% of the audience um were people with disabilities and others were interested in the subject as such i've definitely had um a lot of disabled people like my set more as opposed to anybody else um yeah and it's funny yeah, of course um i've i've made friends online Awesome. Because of, uh, <laughs> because of uh, content that I keep sharing, I share one-liners. I sh- I used to share rant videos last year in the pandemic, and of course the interview series. So I've become friends with a lot of uh, people with disabilities who like who support me and who want me to stick to this narrative because we we need to be heard. Yeah, yeah. No. Of course, of course. Yeah. I'm so curious to ask you about say for example you know you're using comedy as a beautiful way to bring out some of the harshest truths of reality right and that's what comedy is used for in a lot of cases and um if you also look at when you approach the subject of of say disability people are like a little you know a little taken aback sometimes and they're like oh, that, am i am i doing wrong by laughing you know at her joke uh, in some ways you feel that inside comedy i feel has never been more important than the times that we are living in whether it is a tolerance towards comedy or whether it is just the act of going out there and using a joke to tell some harsh realities uh or some uh, you know speak some satire and things like that what are your thoughts on how comedy is still an effective tool to tell those truths in india i'd want to give you a very real answer it's definitely an effective tool it's not sustainable i would say in the current scenarios as we have been seeing uh, for the last one year the comics who are being arrested for jokes that they didn't make you know just on the basis of their identity the content of their jokes is different from the content of my jokes um, although the, the common factor is that the audience is skeptical and, and i'll be honest at least what i feel is that it's 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 a, it's a tricky space but having said that the comics who have been booked for things are really good in their act like munawar is amazing you know like uh, every time he goes on stage he destroys it he hardly bombs so i think that's wrong um there definitely should be more tolerance and i am of the opinion which is a very simple opinion that 
hey if you are booking a comic for making jokes or for, for jokes that he hasn't even said please put in equal number of effort equal amount of effort in booking someone who's been offensive to a certain section of the society like for example people who rape kidnap whatever you know like if if those kind of pops are are roaming around freely then why are you holding a comic accountable like a comic's job is literally to make someone laugh why would they have a malice and i don't think they do because it's an art form right like if you don't express yourself through an art form what is the even what is the even point of of doing Correct. that right yeah yeah it's just sad and i feel like um we need to just keep doing that One in 10 people say K is not a ladies man. That one person is my mom. All right then, let's get back to the ladies. Oh my god. Yeah, I mean show. It's Good Morning Bangalore with K. 94.3 Radio 1. One World, your station. You're listening to Good Morning Bangalore. Good Morning Bangalore. On 94.3 Radio 1. Uh, sharing our story. because munawar if you say he is sharing his story he is sharing his lived experiences agrima also had shared she's a there was an issue that happened 2 years back so when she was sharing her own lived experiences and if you go to see i i don't think i mean i, I don't know if i can say this on radio i'm sure you can whatever uh, but i i think she got booked because of her uh, identity uh, because of her christian identity and not because because uh, i'm just having a very candid conversation sure, right sure, now sure please yeah please um kunal kamra is not booked yet although he's been making political jokes for the last 5 7 years right why is munawar being booked identity yeah because of the um sentiment that's harboring in our current uh, in, in in the country right now so yeah it's 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 a tricky thing i i just feel like everybody it's, it's, it's an art form and if you don't express yourself yeah Uh, to an art form and if yeah, it's what's the point even you're, you're so right what's the point like seriously <laughs> you know and uh, if you want to hold again if you want to hold people accountable hold politicians accountable right who are involved in multiple things hold other people in, uh, accountable who have committed certain kinds of uh, who, who uh, offenses matlab agar karna hai to sabko saath mein karo na yaar why is this bias towards upper form yeah fair no? yeah i think that's a simple thing to ask for from that perspective i want to also talk about how you as a person represent so much not only from a co- comedy point of view and and things like that and not from a say for perspective of having a disability going on stage telling jokes about that disability and things like that i am speaking about you know doing something as serious as an mba <laughs> and then moving to becoming a writer which uh, in some cases it's not very accepted parts of the country but man right. i i'm sure that came with its own challenges and turmoil but i think you're a beautiful living example of how do what you love right just the state of do what you love right now uh, no i mean i'm being honest i'm being honest but like uh, how has that journey been you know moving from mba to writer there's obviously a story behind it first of all i didn't know i could write i wrote my first blog in the last year of mba to impress a guy who was a writer tab tak i had no like i'm this person who um, barely managed to pass in maths and who hated science uh, who didn't want to study after 10th you know so i'm like writing mai kaise karungi theek hai to yeah i wrote a couple of blogs then and then it worked out for me uh, but i was i was like theek hai it's just going to be a hobby and then i got placed through campus uh, in bombay 
I'll be honest, I, I wasn't that serious about my career as, as, as an MBA. I've always been somebody who is very expressive, you know, and who likes for, uh, who likes to create her own space to say things that matter. Um, so I, MBA also was just like a backup thing. However, I did my fir- first job in Bombay uh, for about 10 months. And I had to move to Pune because the Bombay infrastructure was not um, conducive enough to support me in the Mumbai monsoons. I couldn't have managed by myself. So I had to come back to Pune. And even when I came back to Pune, I did try um, doing a PR job. I specialized in PR and MBA. Um, the places where I, I got uh, through didn't have the right infrastructure for me to be able to go to that space and work from oh. there. Like for example, uh, one office was on the second floor, you know, and let's say the other office had a lift, but the washroom was common and I can't uh, manage in a washroom that's slippery and I need like a clean dry washroom. Uh, of course, there were, there were no disabled toilets at that point in time. I was like, okay, let, let me just give this a shot and I started writing. It kind of worked for me, and I don't know. I, I, I. It took me time to realize, but I, I uh, uh, writing made me realize that I'm somebody who likes expressing, you know. So I just went on doing that. I, I wrote stories, I wrote for publications and stuff. Um, and stand-up comedy happened uh, again by accident, uh, as as I mentioned to you. Um, so I had made this one short film on disability, uh, which was very straightforward and, and very blunt. Okay. Uh, and I, I received a backlash. You're talking about uh, the disability a state of mind, that one? Ooh, you got your research uh, on point. Yeah, yeah. Um, disability a state of mind. And people were like, oh my God, why are you complaining? And you have an MBA and your parents are well to do, you know? So why, why don't you just make the most of it? And I'm like, hello, you know, like just because I can afford to go to a CCD and have a coffee of 150 bucks, that does not mean that I don't want to go to a Good Luck or an Irani cafe and have a coffee that that's worth 50 bucks, you know. And um, uh, I was watching a few interviews a couple of days back and there are multiple people with disabilities who said that living with disabilities is expensive because um, I've heard this you from have some, to go to uh, a space. I have heard this that, from friends also who, who yeah, share yeah. the same, yeah. Like honestly, I don't want to spend 350 bucks on a Starbucks coffee, yeah. but the Starbucks uh, staff is really nice. And on occasions, they have cleaned the washroom for me when I wanted them to. Uh, but coming coming back to your question, I received backlash because people were like, you're complaining and stuff. And that kind of affected me. And I was like, okay, let me just give stand-up comedy a try. So uh, I asked, actually asked a friend of mine to do some jokes, but he was like, the jokes that you want me to do won't be perceived well by the audience because just like a Hindu can't make Muslim jokes, um, a, dis- a non-disabled person can't make disability jokes. And I kept going on stage without understanding the nuances of comedy. But I think what, what I liked is I, I liked the fact that I could say things on stage that I couldn't say in real life. Like I could uh, be mean to that auntie who, who, who asks me to cross the road or I can be mean to that uncle who asks me, hey, can you take a shower by yourself? You know, I could yeah, yeah. Um, actually say my comeback out loud on nice. stage. Okay. Uh, so that's how things have worked for me so far. And uh, I'm a sensitive person. So I think it's 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 it wasn't an option, you know. I had to do something that allowed me to talk about the challenges of my life. Super. So, well, it looks like it's working out, um, if I may say so. <laughs> and um, the it's been really. You haven't come and watched me perform. 
Yeah, it's, it probably is. But one second, hang on. You're in Mumbai. You're Mumbai based, right? I'm Pune based. Pune based. Okay, cool, cool. Okay, awesome. Yeah. I'm hoping that you you come to Bangalore soon. Um, and I'm hoping that Bangalore also gets uh, more disabled friendly because it isn't, to, to be honest. And I, I know that we've had multiple discussions about the same. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, um, I don't, I, I've been to Bangalore three times mm. or two times. Sorry, but what I have observed is that like at least the cafes, like I, I'm talking about 2013-14, um, at least the cafes uh, on NG Road and in Indra Nagar, they had ramps. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like at, at that time, yeah. So yeah. I was like, oh, at least that's there. Of course, I, I don't know um, um, the current scenario. But having said that, there's this guy called Pratik Khandelwal. Yeah. Um, who, who's, who's running this initiative called, called Ramp My City and he's... Yeah, He's yeah. Uh, just uh, going full on and making changes. Yeah. And I'm very happy to, to like see that. So, Super. yeah. Um, it's been awesome chatting with you. And I, I can honestly say that yeah. um, we barely uh, scraped the surface of, of, you know, the things that you, you do and uh, what you stand for and whatnot. Uh, but I think what you're doing is cool. I hope more people get to hear your voice and I hope, and I hope that, you know, more people can, uh, you know, learn to look at the lighter side of life and, and smile a little bit. Um, especially coming from a space where you tell some of the harsh realities of, of a serious thing. Right. Thank you again, Shweta and wishing you all the best. You're most welcome. If I may add, um, the objective behind me doing jokes on, on disability is to address, uh, psychological barriers. Uh, in people's minds. So yeah, I just hope people are more open and know why I'm bringing us a certain joke and that we work together again towards um, just breaking these stereotypes and uh, making way for inclusion. Thank you, Shweta. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, get to know him off air too. Have you followed him on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter yet? At Off Air with K. Slide into his DMs now. 94.3 Radio 1. One world, your station.